Sport on RTE Radio 1. Somewhat later than usual, Porrick's back with the sport. Good morning again, Mary. Well, Chantal Cameron has announced that the third instalment of her trilogy of fights with Katie Taylor has been scheduled for the 25th of May. It'll take place at the Three Arena in Dublin. In an interview with the London Independent, Cameron confirmed that a Crow Park fight has been ruled out. It was probably always a bit optimistic to think that they could fill Crow Park for a boxing fight and the GA season will be in full swing at the same time. The GA president, Larry McCarthy, was non-committal yesterday about whether funding will be divided equally between male and female players when the GAA Camogie Association and Ladies Gaelic Football Association come together as one governing body in three years' time. The Irish Independent is suggesting that Camogie players and female footballers will be paid mileage of 50 cent per mile to training sessions compared to 70 cent per mile for male players. They'll also receive a weekly nutrition allowance and they'll be guaranteed access to gym facilities, floodlit training pitches and food after training. Under their plan there will be equal access to all facilities and pitches and there will be one annual congress, one president and one director general. One of the biggest attendances at this weekend's Alliance League action will be at the Boxit Athletic Grounds where Armagh host Donegal in a top-of-the-table Division 2 game. Both sides have won their first three fixtures. The Donegal manager Jim McGuinness is excited about the test and he spoke also about the influence of coach Kieran Donaghy on the Armagh team. He's working away, he's beavering away, like he wants to be a manager, obviously, at some stage down the line, and he's working away at that. And when you're in that position, like, you're very hungry, you're thinking about things all the time, and he's brought in to work with the forwards, who I would imagine he's thinking constantly about the Armagh forwards and how he can add value. In the same way, Colm is doing the same with us, and uh, and, in a a very subtle way, I would suggest, like, um, you know, passing on your experiences, you know, small things that can make a really big difference because you've been there and you've done that. You know, you know what you're going to get. They're going to be well conditioned. They're going to be strong. They're going to be powerful. They're going to be aggressive. Uh, they're going to have a very clear game plan that they're working to, and they have a lot of very good players. So you know what you're going to get. You also know what you're going to get with the stadium—a good yeah. surface and a good atmosphere. It's, it's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. So those are the types of games uh, you know you, you have to really look forward to. They want to kick the game. They want to run the ball. They want to dominate physically, and um, so it's a great challenge. That's Jim McGuinness. Members of the media have expressed unhappiness with the arrangements at last Sunday's Alliance Football League game between Wicklow and Westmeath. All the press facilities in Ockram were given over to the Wicklow and Westmeath backroom teams. Sports editor of the Wicklow People, Brendan Lawrence, detailed how local and national reporters had to sit in public seats in the stand, balancing laptops on their knees and having to constantly stand up to allow spectators in and out. We contacted the Wicklow County Board for comment on what happened, but they haven't come back to us yet. Manchester City have moved up to second place in the Premier League table. Just one point behind leaders Liverpool, Erling Haaland scored the only goal in a 1-0 victory at home to Brentford. The drawn-out schedule of Champions League last 16 first-leg ties continued last night with a one-all draw in the Netherlands between PSV Eindhoven and Borussia Dortmund and Inter Milan had a 1-0 win at home to Atletico Madrid. This evening, Arsenal are away to Porto and it's Napoli against Barcelona. The Shelburne manager Damien Duff has criticised the government's decision to allocate €50 million Euro to the rebuild of Casement Park. He told reporters that that it lacked common sense and he would prefer to see the money being invested at grassroots level. Reports emerging in Belfast this morning suggest that an announcement is imminent that Dan McFarland is to step aside as Ulster rugby head coach. Fullback Hugo Keenan remains doubtful with a knee injury for Ireland's Six Nations game against Wales on Saturday. Kickoff at the Aviva Stadium is at 2.15. We've live commentary on Saturday sport from Michael Corcoran and Fiona Coughlin and Michael has been looking ahead with scrum half Conor Murray. I think there's enough experience in the coaching group, the playing group, to know that it is it is it is game by game. You know, we had a great start down in Marseille, and you know, a really good performance against Italy, and we know what lies ahead. But we know where we can go as a team in terms of the potential we have and, and the standards 
the standards, which is different from maybe years before where we realise where this team can go in terms of potential and, and what type of level we can get to and that's a that's always a really big focus of ours going into match weeks and along with analysing Wales this week, you know, we, we know Gats, the way he the way he likes to play, the way he will always have a surprise and, and obviously the young guns in with Wales and you know the unpredictability of that. So we have to look do our homework really well on Wales too. So um yeah, it it's 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 all eyes on Wales and, and nothing more. You mentioned Warren Gatland, you've encountered him many, many times uh, as your coach and on the other side of the fence as well. I mean, what does he bring to the table as a coach this, in, a, in a week like this? There are certain aspects when, we, when you look at Wales, the, um, the way they play, the way they attack, um, the way they defend, the way they kick. Uh, there's, a, there's a few traits there that um, would have trademarks of Gats, but then, you know, like I mentioned with the, the mm. youth, they have new players that we probably haven't played against all, that many times we're, we're going to have to do our homework on. So Gats is a really good, you know, man manager in terms of Keeping a, a squad happy, instilling belief in his players, um, and and for good reason. I think I think they are a really dangerous team. Conor Murray informed duo Sarah Healy and Sarah Lavin will head the Irish team selected for next week's World Indoor Athletics Championships in Glasgow. It's made up of four individual athletes and a women's four by four hundred metres relay team. Gordon Elliott has declared his intention to have up to 10 runners in April's Aintree Grand National. The Meath trainer will be aiming for a fourth win in the race. Shar Cannon's Hewick will shoulder top weight. And finally, Cork cyclist Eddie Dunbar has been forced to abandon the UAE Tour after fracturing his right hand during a crash on yesterday's first stage.